Welcome back, <coughs> Weekend Warriors. Oh, boy, there goes my voice. I could use salsa. an artificial voice. It's the salsa. It's the salsa. Oh, my God, wait till I tell you this salsa, Jorge. Oh, it's so delicious. That's the West Covina Girls by the Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> All right, the lines are lit up. The number is 877-710-ESPN. I'll save what happened to me surfing last Sunday. Oh, my God. Wait till I tell you that story. Seeing a dorsal fin pop up right next to me. Oh, boy. That was interesting. But I'll wait for later. Right now, let's take some calls. Let's go to who we take first. Mary in Pasadena. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Hi. Good morning. Thank you. I just Hi, got my result from a knee MRI. And How I- young are you? What do you do for a living? Oh, I'm 62, and I'm an elementary school teacher. Oh, I love that. God <laughs> bless you. Where'd you grow Thank up? You. What'd your father do for a I- living? I actually grew up in West Covina, so I hope <laughs> that wasn't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't the In-N-Out Burger start in West Covina? Something like that? Yeah, actually. No, that was Baldwin Park. I think In-N-Out started in Baldwin oh, well, Park. Isn't that all the same? You get on the 10, you just go east, and eventually you hit yeah. Baldwin and West Covina. Yeah. You hit everything, right? It's that 10. That's the answer. Exactly. To a New Yorker in Los Angeles, the answer to every question. How do I get there? Oh, get on the 10, go east. Yeah, thank you. Okay, good. Now I can, now I can give directions. By the way, okay. where the hell is East Covina? There's no That's East Covina. That's right. That there's, and there's of. no lake in Toluca Lake. I, I, I saw a patient yesterday. Where do you live? Lakewood? There's a place called, I go, is there a lake in Lakewood? No, there's no. Uh, Actually, there is a lake on Toluca Lake because my aunt lives on the lake. Yeah. It's a very small, I would call it more like a reservoir. And there's, more like uh, a swimming pool. That's exactly yeah. what's in Toluca uh, Lake. You don't want to touch the bottom because ducks have lived there for yeah, millions exactly. of years. It's called Toluca Pool. That's what it should be called, not Toluca <laughs> Lake. All right, Mary, how can I help you? What's up? Okay, so this is these are the results. Three things. I Bring, have a radio. Yeah, read the impression and go slow okay. so I can interrupt you with clapper vision. Okay, radial tear of the posterior horn of the medial meniscus. Okay, so stop right there. Radial tear is the shape, the kind of tear that you have. We want to know the shape of the tear, and we also want to know the location of the tear. These are very important things. Why? So here's a clapper vision. You got an apple pie. I don't know where your favorite place in L.A. to get apple pie, but the apple pan has probably got the best. Marie Callender's makes a great apple pie as well. But and a slice of apple pie, you have the crust and then you have the tip, right, of that beautiful slice of apple pie. Mm. My mouth is watering already. The crust is thick and the tip of the slice is thinner. It tapers, right? Well, Correct. in your knee, in all of our knees, the crust is the rim of the meniscus. The tip is the area we call the white-white zone because the circulation is so bad. The crust is the red-red zone. You get a tear in the, in the crust, in the, in the rim of the meniscus, there's a very good chance it could heal on its own. It's very good for us to actually put stitches and repair them if we can. But same thing with the slice of apple pie. If you take your fork and you go straight from the top where that delicious... Uh, cinnamon stuff they put on top of the Marie Callender one, and you go from the top to the crust, vertical, that's a vertical tear, right? If you took your fork and went horizontally between the, the top and the crust underneath, and you went into where the apples are horizontally, that's a horizontal tear. And if you took your fork and went more diagonal or oblique, that's an oblique tear. For the most part, when you see 
a oblique tear, a vertical tear, or even a radial tear, it is associated with trauma. But when you hear the word horizontal tear, that's usually related to age, degenerative changes. So everyone gets excited, oh, you got a tear in your meniscus. Listen, you're 62 years old. Don't let anybody operate on you unless you can't straighten or bend your knee fully. Other than that, blisters hurt. You get them in your hand all the time. You keep rubbing and you get a callus. You and I need to do everything we can for a radial tear in the posterior horn of your medial meniscus. A woman in her 60s, forget about it. You need to sit tight. Do not let them give you cortisone shots, stem cells for $10,000, PRP, Synvisc. No needles into your knee. Be holistic. There's a book I wrote with Lindy Yui called Heal Your Knees. You can learn the exercises. But a radial tear in the posterior horn, this is something as a blister. You and I need to make it into a callus with pool exercises and a stationary bike. Okay, keep reading. Okay, uh, second one, patellar chondrosis with areas of full thickness cartilage loss. Right. Okay, so here we go. There is There are two kinds of cartilages in our knee. Articular cartilage, which is the cartilage that coats the end of the bones, made of hyaline cartilage, and it's a type 2 collagen and blah, 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 and I can be very fancy with all the language that I know and can say, but in the, in the end, it doesn't matter. What, what that represents is not the meniscus, which is a cushion or shock absorber cartilage, same material your ear is made of. That's the meniscus. But you've got cartilage behind your kneecap that coats the end of the bone, which in fact is the thickest area of cartilage in the whole body, is that cartilage behind the patella, the kneecap. Guess what, young lady? You have no more. You have yeah. worn through the linoleum in the kitchen, and now the plywood is showing at my father, the carpenter. So there's your, your clapper vision right there. So can you grow more linoleum? Can you grow more cartilage? No, forget about it. I ain't growing any more hair on top of my head, despite all the shampoos they want to sell me. So don't let them talk you into, we can grow the cartilage back. But if your pain is bad, you're limping, it's swollen, your back hurts because you're walking funny, it buckles on you, yeah, go on my website. You'll see a woman who I did an implant on riding her bike the next day. There's stuff I can do to help, but we're not running to surgery so fast. I can always operate. There's no urgency to this. Can you make the quad, the hamstring, the muscles above your knee, the calf muscles below your knee stronger? Then guess what? You can avoid surgery, and I mean forever. So I'm not so unhappy with the two things you read already. Keep going. Okay, there's part. There's more to part two. It says um, the cartilage loss along the lateral patellar facet with mild subchondral marrow edema. So you wore through the linoleum, the cartilage, so significantly that not only is the plywood showing, you didn't get the, the linoleum changed. You keep walking in your kitchen. Guess what? Now you're starting to wear into the plywood. Because the linoleum's gone, the plywood's exposed, but now you're starting to wear into the plywood itself. That's what that means. Go ahead. Okay. The third one doesn't sound so bad. A baker's cyst is present with minimal right. rupture. So you know, people ask all the time, and, and, and I feel bad because, you know, there are some doctors out there who would love to stick a needle in your baker's cyst. They would love to tell you you have to have surgery because you have the cyst in the back of your knee. No, say no. Don't stick needles back there and don't have surgery for a baker cyst. Why do you have a baker cyst, which is a fluid collection, like a water balloon in the back of your knee? 
It's because you have a torn meniscus and you have arthritis behind your kneecap, which creates swelling. Why does it create swelling? Because if I poked you in the eye, your, your eye would get red and swollen. We call it inflammation. A fluid starts to collect, right? Well, your knee can't expand because you have a bony kneecap in front. You have two big, thick ligaments on either side of your knee. They're not going to expand like a water balloon, but the back of your knee can handle the increased fluid of inflammation that's happening because you have arthritis. It's just related to the first two things that you read. So everybody needs to calm down. You have a knee, in my opinion, that is 100%, Mary, worth saving. And I'm a busy surgeon. I do, you know, 500 surgeries a year for 33 years. I love being a surgeon. But I also love telling you that you don't need to have surgery. All those little elementary school kids that you've taught over the years, I need to keep you running around without an operation for all the good that you've done with your life. You don't need to call a total stranger and, and, and help them like I'm helping you. You've done this your whole life. It's my pleasure and honor to help you as a school teacher. The greatest job you can have in, in our society. You need to Thanks. buy yourself. You're welcome. You need to buy yourself a birthday present. When's your birthday, Mary? It just passed. But I do have a Peloton if that's what you're going to suggest. So tell your husband to stop hanging his clothes on the handlebars of the Peloton. People <laughs> go, you've been in my house, Dr. Clapper. No, get, that, get the <laughs> well, clothes off I- of the Peloton. And don't use it for an hour. Just because you pay for the class for 45 minutes, forget about it. At six, in your 60s, a half an hour, enough. Do it not every day. It's also your, your brain will ignore it every other day. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, half an hour, ride the bike. Oh, my God. You will start to feel so much better. But, Dr. Clapper, I have a radial tear. I have no cartilage behind my kneecap. It's hurting. Good. You know what it's like to clip 10 roses in the backyard. You get a big blister in your hand. You know what I would tell you to do? Go clip 10 more roses. What are you, crazy, Dr. Clapper? I can't even pick up a pencil. I got a blister in my hair. Why would I keep clipping roses? Because you've lived long enough to know that the blister, which hurts, becomes a callus. It suddenly stops hurting. That's what you got right now. You got a blister in your meniscus. You got a blister behind your patella. Nothing's going to happen bad. You're not going to fracture it. You're not going to... You're going to hopefully get this to be livable happily ever after. And I got news for you. If I MRI'd your other knee, which maybe doesn't hurt, I promise you I would see very similar, not exactly the same, but similar changes, and you'll go, but that knee doesn't hurt. Exactly, because that knee has the callus, not the blister. So no shots, no pills, be holistic. Now, if it continues, Mary, all kidding aside, that's a different story. It's now March. If June, July comes and it still hurts, that's a different story. Oh, this has been over a year, and I've already done eight weeks of rehab. I, had to I do don't that. like physical therapy for this. I'll be honest with you. Everybody really? wants to prove themselves to you. God blue. I love physical therapists, but in this particular case, I don't think they will be helpful. Water exercises, yes, that would be helpful. But the pool is, is great. The bike is great. But I don't like all the other stuff they do, the lunges, the squats, the weights, all the cockamamie stuff, and everybody wants to prove themselves to you. I would no longer go to physical therapy for this. Do this yourself. Yeah, no, I, I that. But I used to be a seven-day-a-week runner, and I, Thank I you. exercise a lot. I'm not, I'm not overweight. I've been reading up on this. Seven I'm not days overweight. a week is bad. You need to leave in. God tells us you should take a break one day, <laughs> whatever the religion well, I is. Have- 
Yeah, true. I know it just is like my mental medicine. But Good. Become a I bike rider. Have, oh, I, Forget the running. You need to change. I should trademark the term age your size, Mary, that you have to <laughs> exercise differently based on your age. And I didn't make the rules. Talk to the big orthopedic surgeon in the sky. It's not me. But you need to change. And if you don't, you know how many patients? I mean, one of the patients I did yesterday in Europe, he's 33 years old. Are you kidding me? Trust me. When he went running seven days a week, you know what he did? He said it hurt, so he took Advil, so he could keep running. Are you kidding me? How about if it hurts, stop running? How about if it hurts, do something different? No, give me a pill so I can keep doing what I want to do, despite the fact that your body is telling you it doesn't like it. That's the problem with all these drugs. That's the problem with the drug companies. They can't wait to make money selling you treatment for a symptom. Don't give me Robitussin if I'm coughing because I got pneumonia. If I got pneumonia, you better give me antibiotics to stop coughing, not Robitussin. You know what I mean? That, that's the problem. You intellectually go, hey, I've run my whole life. I want to keep running. Guess what? You can't. You have to switch yeah. and, and switch your exercise. That doesn't mean become a couch potato, but exercise yeah. differently. And for your osteoporosis that you're going to get because of menopause, start doing Tai Chi classes. Ride your bike. Do Tai Chi. Walk in the pool. Do dancing. Those kinds of things are fantastic for you. And eat plenty of salsa, either with a mocajete or a food processor. Salsa, okay. Wait till that. You have Got to stay it. tuned. I'm going to tell you the best salsa you can buy that I've ever bought in my life in a store, and you can keep buying it, that is as close to El Tarasco's as I can get. But I'll, uh, I'll explain that a little later in the show. Mary, God bless you. You will get better. Okay. If not, that's different. Then you can come see me or someone, but just be holistic in it. I'm optimistic that you will subside your baker's cyst. You will make the blisters into a callus, and you will feel better. But you got to stop doing things that it doesn't like, and running is one of them. No, I ha I've stopped that because it, after four minutes it hurts. But yeah. thank so, you for your time. I really appreciate it. All right, Mary. God bless you. Have a great holiday, great weekend. All right, Warriors. Coming up next, I'm going to tell stories. Stories that relates, as it relates to my guest at 815, the great Fred Dreyer. The only football player to score two safeties in a single game. It's still a record. He's awesome, and he's thoughtful. And he was on the radio way back, told a story about Andy Warhol. If you could go back in the archives, you will laugh yourself right out of your car. But I want to talk to him about what happened to Odell Beckham Jr. tearing his ACL on artificial turf. Artificial turf is a pet peeve of Fred Dreyer, and I want to talk about it. But I also want to talk about it in the world of art, the world of medicine, and the world of surgery, that same topic of artificial.